on the inside Let's go, let's take it where your friends might Not know, yes, take them to the real side What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Dropping Wisdom with Santos podcast. And today is episode 86 with the reincurring test, a guest, Mohawk Mike. But there is no more Mohawk, so it's No Hawk Mike? Yeah, just one letter change. No Hawk Mike is what it's been. All right, this is the first time we're doing video. The lighting ain't good, but I'm working on that. Just trying to figure out the video. But episode 86, tell us what today's podcast is going to be about. Uh, I think we were talking about rodents. Okay, go ahead and talk about them. You're the you're the professional. <laughs> he, he does pest control for a living, and so I mean, this time he, everybody always got this stigma like, okay, pests and you know pest control. What happens in wintertime? They all just disappear. No, no, that's rodent time. Pests are also rodents. Um, that's when uh, the burrowers, the uh, the rats, and the mice want to come inside the most. They're looking for food. They're looking for shelter. Trying to stay out of the cold just like you and me and your pets. Not pests. Um, there is a wide variety. Like There's house mice, deer mice, depending on uh, where you're living at. Um, around this region, we have uh, Norway rats, which are your... Uh, Wharf rats, your sewer rats, uh, common names for those. Um, Did they come from Norway? Uh, that I would have to look up a little bit more. Um, Is through the ships, I'm thinking? That's what I'm know. thinking, through import-export. Yeah. Um, I would assume that's where they got the name from. Uh, but yeah, th- that's your common street rat, uh, the larger uh, now the other rat is your roof rat. Um, those get commonly mistaken for uh, mice. Large mice, um, there's a difference. Uh, the feet are different, the ears are different, the tail's different. You just got to know what you're looking for. And unfortunately, rodents don't have their ability to control their bowels. So another tell is the size of their poops. So they're just different because, is their yeah. diet different? Uh, yes, kind of. Um, rats are more carnivorous. They, they will eat meat. Uh, mice are more uh, grain, uh, corn, uh, nuts, berries. They can eat meat on occasion, but um, that's when the food's, uh, food source is scarce. We have mice. Well, we don't have mice, but my next door neighbor has that garden. And we, yeah, always, vegetation. See, we always see this mouse. When we when I let Sar out in the back, he chases one because mouse is on this fence and he runs. The horizontal plank? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then like... Uh, <laughs> During the wintertime, I'll say November, December, we feed, you know, we feed our vegetables and his food. And Rupi was like, it's so disgusting. Somebody went through his turds outside and just ate the vegetables because there's poop on the stepping stone. But you could tell some, uh, something. It's been broken apart. Broken apart. Yeah. And I'm like, ugh. I was like, well, let's get his vegetables. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah. ugh. <laughs> scavengers, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, they will do that. Um, what kind of meat does rat? Do the rats eat mice? Yes. Wow, okay. The very first time I found out that rats were carnivorous was um, at an account I had, a commercial account. You know, I heard about a couple of rats, found a couple of access points to put some traps down. And then a couple of days later, I come back to check those traps. And they were set off, but there was no body. And I was like, all right, that's different. 
So I go to pick it up and I go to reset the trap and the head is still inside the trap. So this is the first time encountering this situation. So I call my boss and the guy that was training me and I was like, hey, you know, this is the situation I'm dealing with. They were like, yes, rats can be carnivorous. They will eat each other if they're if they pass by and they're hungry enough. Yes, they will. That's gangster though. See, <laughs> guess, yeah. See, people don't like mice or rats, but like yeah. I, I look at things differently. I think like rats and mice and cockroaches to me. I think they're badass species because they are a badass species, but they can also carry badass disease. Yeah. But, like, my thing is, like, they're so hard to kill and they multiply mm-hmm. so fast, correct? And they, yes, they do multiply very fast and they also adapt. Yes. Um, that's why there are uh, multiple chemicals that we use. Um, say if I was doing a normal interior-exterior treatment, I'm not going to use the same chemical every single time I come into your house and put down a little bit of chemical. I'm going to use something different. That way, if anything is crawling across it, they don't build up an immunity. I would like to use something different inside and outside. What's he crying for? I was like, is he got a Weezer stuck in his nose? No, he's just being <laughs> a little baby because no one's paying him no mind. Oh. Not a little baby. Okay. <laughs> huh. So, so how do you know? So, the ones that, the rats that die, that you catch dying in, in the attic, are the different types of rats that you catch that, that's going through the under, under, underneath the house? Yes, the ones that you catch in the attic, those were your uh, roof rats. Those are the ones that are commonly mistaken for large mice. Okay. Uh, you can always tell the difference with their ears. If I'm not mistaken, I want to say a rat's ears are smaller and a mouse's ears are bigger. And vice versa with the feet. A mouse's feet are smaller and a rat's feet are bigger. Okay. So how do you deter... What's the, what's the main... How do I know I have rats? Um, First off, if you if you could, I hear them walking in the attic or in the walls. You'll hear them at nighttime. If you hear them or see them during the daytime, then that's when it has gotten to a number where there's just so many. They're constantly moving. Yeah, because they usually they usually do things at night or yes. dark. Right? Yeah, they're nocturnal. Uh, most of the time, like when we get when we get calls about. You know, hearing some activity in the attic during the daytime, I'm like, oh, daytime, you got a squirrel in your attic. Okay. So there's a pair, they live outside. They are coming in somehow. Rodents are rodents. They will get in to try to stay warm, find food, find water. Um, squirrels during the daytime, that's what you hear in your attic if you have an access point. Most of the time, you hear them at night. So what can a homeowner do to deter the rats and mice before they call you? Uh, Number one, I would make sure I would seal up any type of hole on the exterior and possibly interior. Uh, Say if you have a crawl space, I would have uh, an expert or somebody licensed do a crawl space inspection. Make sure there's no access points for your vents any kind of HVAC, anything like that, make sure all Because they can get points. through a hole of, like you said, a quarter? Um, a mouse can get through a quarter of an inch, and a rat can get through a half inch. If Damn. They, if they can get their skull through, they can get their whole body through. That's crazy. Yeah. Holy and, shit. And uh, also, rodents' teeth never stop growing. Just like our fingernails and our hair, we have to constantly cut them. They have to constantly grind them down. 
What about do they have claws? They do, but they don't really do much with them. Um, those do they, are their claws grow too. Uh, no, not like their teeth do. Okay, their claws are more for like gripping food and stuff like okay. that, getting through crawling and climbing stuff like that. So, talk about how to deter houses from get, doing that because, like, I know some houses are fucked if they have trees that are overhanging. Yes, overhanging limbs and trees and anything touching the house, I would definitely try to take care of immediately. Um, I've had an account's neighbor's house say that they've had a rat issue because the tree in the neighbor's yard is overhanging their property and they can't do anything about it. Yeah, there have to be some type of lawsuit with that. Yeah, it, it can be very difficult sometimes in certain situations, but I mean, honestly, just talk to your neighbor, you know, get to know them, you know, work, work it out, be, you know, work together to alleviate the, the pest situation. But yeah, the vegetation around the house, uh, making sure everything's nice and clean, no huge mounds of like dead leaves or anything around the house in the corners that does happen from time to time. But yeah, um, just like keeping like dog food, um, uh, pet feces in the backyard. Just try to keep everything clean. Got to I mean, poop scoop. Yeah, poop scoop's the best. Okay. What else, man? Because I thought like there was a lot of sh- like you told me this one picture. You caught one like they were like within like behind the kitchen sink or something. Oh yeah, yeah. A lot of uh, a lot of entry points uh, when you have you when, when people have mice, most of the time they see them in the kitchen. Or the living room. That's where is, food and water is at. Which is right? very adjacent to the kitchen. Yeah. So, yeah, that's um, that's another thing. Like, the uh, say the plumbing underneath your sink. Sometimes the plumbing up against the wall has that little faceplate cover. Sometimes it doesn't. Well, a half inch or a quarter inch is enough access point for a rodent. So, make sure you have those caulked. You know, I would put some uh, copper mesh behind there to make sure they can't chew through and make sure that steel faceplate is on there. Mm-hmm. Um, like normally, what we try to do is put like if you have a rodent issue, what we try to do is bait on the outside and trap on the inside. Oh, he's got his toy. Yeah. Okay. So and but do but but having rats does that mean? Or rats and mice, does that mean that you won't have other infestations? Like you won't have problems with spiders? Because do rats and mice eat spiders and cockroaches? No, not really. Ants or anything? No, not really. It just depends on what kind of food source you have around the house. What what kind of food they are looking for. Like when you have bigger items, say you have a dog, sometimes people miss dog's food behind the bowl and stuff like that. Mice and rats can get attracted to that. So what? So inside the house, what can someone do for deterring inside the house? Then I mean, like, because like they always have water for out yeah. for the dog. I would just go around, look at all your outlets, make sure all your face plates are covered. Nothing. There's no hole or gap on the side. No gaps on your baseboards, your quarter rounds, underneath your uh, quarter rounds of your cabinets, inside your cabinets. All while the plumbing comes in, your sink in the bathroom, sink in the kitchen. Um, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, there's, I mean, there's a lot of access points. I mean, they don't have to pay bills, so they got nothing to do but live. Yeah, and, and outside, it's like, I'm not a fan of vegetation outside. Have all fake plants. I've noticed that. That's why I like, that's why I fake like Fake plants and gnomes. Yeah. That's all you need. I like the rocks around. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, okay. So, that, that, that was one, because, you know, I, um, when I was in Gitmo, 
for other civilians. That's Guantanamo Bay, Cuba. When okay. I was visiting there a few times, you run into banana rats. And those rats... See, I don't know anything about those. Yeah, those rats are, ju- are, are just as big, if not bigger, than the regular cat. Right? And they're that's, all... You that's see a marsupial. Them, man, they're huge. And you Jesus. all see them sleeping and hanging out with each other in trees. And you walk by them, there's a shitload of them. You know, and it's a... Uh, and I don't know. They seemed always cool. They never really did anything. They they're used to people because they weren't scared of the human of the humans because we were always walking by and, you, and they you just make eye contact with them and they're like, "It's my this that is my right? house," you know. What I'm saying? Yeah, you know. And so we walk by there and then like, you know, that place is full of iguanas. And then at nighttime, I guess the crabs come out. So when you're driving, you run over uh, a lot of crabs because they yeah. come out. You know I me, mean? but uh, yeah, there's banana rats. And those banana rats are huge, but like. This is the, are these the kind of rats and mice that are in like this area? But like, do you know like what about like city? Are they bigger? What what can they do? What can the they... the city is also going to be the Norway rat. That's your sewer rat, your street rat, your common, your brown, normal, dirty ground dweller rat. That's the big ones that you see with a really long tail. They have kind of like a blunt nose. Um, they're just the the. The heftier ones. Those those can be like up to a pound. Okay. Now, let's say I did all I could and these fuckers aren't getting out of my house. You know what? I'm calling Mike up. Okay. What do you do? Uh, what is like your nuclear weapon? <clears throat> what I would do... Alright, I would come in, do an inspection. And like I said, they don't have the ability to control their valves. So they just go as they go. So what I would look for is a high concentrate of where the poops are. Then, right after that, I would look for nesting material. Any kind of shredded paper, leaves, any kind of just random stuff like insulation maybe from the wall. And then from there, uh, what I would do is lay a bunch of traps down, honestly. In the attic or like all over the house too, like behind the refrigerator or wherever that nest is basically. Depending on where I find the high concentrate of poops and nesting material. Like if say behind this cabinetry, I see a nest and a bunch of poops on one side. Behind this area is where I would want to target. What did you put on the fence? Because you said you were going to come back and see it. Yeah, I put some, um, some black light neon gel and I don't have a black light. So the job I put down, I can't track. Okay, but you're supposed to have a black light to track the toward that where yeah. that mouse is going because that's where the mouse's nest is. Or whatever. Yeah, that's okay. you told me that you seen them running across the fence. So yeah. I put a bunch of gel, neon gel, down for me to be able to track with a black light. But my black light don't work, and I'm waiting on a new one. Okay. So yeah, but I'm, yeah. I'm just saying because that's another. That's part how of we it. track the footprints. Like, say I put a little bit of gel right here, and you've seen some poops on the table. And I put a little bit of gel right here, and all of a sudden, when I come back with a black light, I see tracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I can follow them. Okay. Huh. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, so, and you just basically poison them, and then they just die, and then you got to... Yeah, if I were doing a, a bait treatment on the outside, it'd be a containerized box with like a paver on the inside. That way it'd be tamper-proof. Little kid can't pick it up. Your, your dog can't mess with it. Uh, and it takes a special key to get in, and it's really thick plastic. It's really hard to tamper with. Um, I would put bait in that box on the outside and then monitor. I'd come back like a week later, maybe two weeks, 
to monitor how much bait has been eaten. But once they eat that bait, it starts to dehydrate them. So they immediately try to go to their water source, which also activates the poison. So the poison dehydrates them, makes them go to their water source. The water source activates the poison, causes them internal bleeding, and they die by their water source. Hmm. What if it's like inside the house? Will the owner have to go and like pick up the, the carcasses? That's why we try not to bait on the inside. Because on the inside, you, they can go in the wall, they can go up in the attic, and you know, if they're in the insulation, you can smell it, but it's going to be very difficult to find. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's why like when we do inspections, we don't do inspections just for pest or rodent activity. If I do a crawl space inspection, I'm looking for leaks, I'm looking for moisture, I'm looking for standing water, anything that can be potentially a pest issue. If you have a puddle, say you have a crawl space. And there was a puddle underneath your water heater in your laundry room. All right. Now, then, yes, rats eating the poison outside can go to that water source and die in the crawl space. But also, that puddle can cause issues structurally. So that's why we try to do a very thorough in, uh, inspection. Hmm. Does that... So what are, when do you usually get calls for that? Is it seasonal? Or is like, it's like, are they heavy? Are they, yeah, is it more often in the summer or more often in the winter? It is honestly year round, um, an issue in different regions. Uh, but in the winter time, we see more of those calls just because of, you know, we have less ant issues, less spider issues, less roach issues. Those things still do happen during the winter time, but they're just more calls on rodents because they don't really dwell or hibernate like insects do hmm. and they're trying to get inside more because it's colder yes yeah, warmer inside yeah except in this house <laughs> it's a slab in the hardwood floor that's yeah. why yeah is there anything else you can talk about with this um because i know we talked about spiders mm-hmm. you know and then we now this today we're talking about mice yep and like uh, the next one's gonna be ants and cockroaches. I was saying, did we do ants already? I don't think we did ants. I think so ants and cockroaches would be two different different ones. Be, yeah, those are two major big ants. I can. There are so many different species of ants, man. Okay, it's crazy. This region has are they like, from Norway too. Egypt. <laughs> yeah. There's a pharaoh. Egyptian ants? There's a pharaoh ant. Are you serious? <laughs> I'm dead serious. A pharaoh ant? <laughs> <Yes>. Motherfucker. <laughs> That's crazy. Those are the tough ones. I haven't encountered those yet. We haven't done singing insects yet either. What is it? Stinging insects. We haven't done that one. Okay, well, that's another one then. Fuck. Oh. I ran across some European hornets earlier last summer. Jesus. Like, did, you, did, they, did you get stung? Uh-uh. Not yet. Thank God. No Knock shit. On, is, it, uh, like, is it bad? Like worse than like a wasp or a hornet? Uh, no, yellow jackets I heard are still the worst. Uh, the ground um, the ground assholes is what we call them. Um, but the European hornets I first encountered early last summer. And they're about an inch and a half long. Damn. Yeah. That's big for that, man. Jesus. I didn't know they were over here until I found out the hard way. Yeah. Luckily, I found them all dead and just treated where they were coming out of. No shit. Yeah. You know why they died? Uh, they, uh, this house was getting a bunch of roofing done, 
And unfortunately, one of the guys doing a peek in the roofing um, came across them. Unfortunately, he got stung a bunch of times. But what a loser! <laughs> no. I'm glad it wasn't me. Yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> better but, him uh, than me, but, right? Yeah, they uh, one of one of his guys went up there and sprayed a ton of stuff, and then I went probably back. pissed them off. Yeah, but it also uh, messed up their entry point. Because when I went there, couldn't find much. I dusted where I could. I even went up in the attic. And I found two dead bodies next to the attic entry. But I couldn't find any kind of nesting. So wherever... Insect bodies. Yeah, the European okay. hornets. Okay, we yeah. be specific. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't think about that. When I'm talking about bodies, I'm talking about insects. Okay, I just want to make sure his insects didn't kill a couple of human no, bodies. No, <laughs> no. There was a couple of European hornet bodies by the entrance... But, uh, I mean, I did a thorough attic inspection, and I couldn't find anything. So, apparently, they were behind the rafter where that roofer was working. And okay. he had sprayed them with whatever he sprayed them with. All but, right. yeah, I saw them on the ground. It was They were huge. They were like you took big. a few pictures of them? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I'll send you some. Yeah. Well, well, is there anything else we can talk about on this one? Did yeah. you pretty much cover everything? Yeah, I think so. All right. Well, basically... um. I hope everyone listening doesn't have mice or rats. And if you do, I guess now you know how to get rid of them. Call me. Or call him, and he'll take care of your uh, rat and mice infestation. Right? Yeah. All right. They're not helping pay the bills, so they got to go. Yeah, and like um, and like, like me, I don't have mice or rats, but like we do have mice that crawl on our fence. Because you got to remember, you might be innocent, but if a neighbor has, has a garden has a tree that overhangs on your side of the house, on your side of the property, you could have rats in your attic because of that tree, not because of anything bad that you're doing on your property. Not only vegetation, you never know the sanitary conditions of your neighbor's house. Yeah. That fucking, could also be another thing. Fucking dirt bags. Psh, never know. Never know. All right, man. Well, thank you for coming, man. Absolutely. We'll definitely be on again. Talk about ants next time. Do ants right? next time. Ants? Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. And I'll talk to you next time. Wait a second. You're not episode 86. You're episode 87. So I'll talk to you guys next time after episode 87. (laughs)